0: Welcome to the 41st episode of The Author Alchemist. This week, we're on the third episode of my series It's ongoing about our deepest fears as authors, specifically the fears that keep us from writing. This week, we're going to be doing a deep dive into guilt and the fear of guilt, which I think tends to be a much bigger stopping point for people than the actual guilt itself down the road. We'll get to that. But in the meantime, here's the promo. I'm Kim the host of the Author Alchemist podcast. I'm bringing my years of experience as both a fan fiction writer and a professionally published author to the problem we all love to hate, the act of writing. You can't improve on something that doesn't exist, which means the most important thing you can do is simply write anything. Just write something. I'm here to help you do that. Hello, y'all. It's Kim Bu, talking about our deepest fears. I'm sure you are as excited as I am. <laughs> Who only wants to talk about these things? You're only listening to this podcast if it's become a problem. And I'm sorry that that's true, but I know that that's true because nobody wants to face these things until it's hit us in the face that we need to. In previous episodes in this particular series about our deepest fears, we've talked about the fear of writing a Mary Sue character, or being accused of writing a Mary Sue character, I think is more accurate description. That was episode 39. Episode 40, we looked at the fear of being vulnerable in our writing and how people would receive that, what kind of reception we'll get if people associate what we're writing about with us. There's often a lot of judgment in that, and I go into a really deep exploration about how that fear of being seen can stop us from writing the things we love to write and that we love to read. This episode, though, was inspired by an old, and I do mean old, blog post that I came across a long time ago. This is actually from 2012. It's from a uh, website called Writer's Relief. They sell submission services to authors that type of service was a lot more necessary in the olden days. Ye old, olden days when things were very hard to track submissions, honestly. It was a whole job in and of itself. These days, of course, you have software and special services that can do it for you automatically. Day you could keep track of it in databases pretty e- easily or even spreadsheets. But back in the day, it could be overwhelming, especially for authors whose minds are busy wrapped up in their stories. Anyway, a long way around to say that this site had a blog post about guilt and the writer. I will include a link to the original blog post because I do, I'm not going to say I steal uh, from it because I don't, uh, but I am inspired by the topics that they brought up in this blog post. And the reason why I was so interested when I ran across this ancient blog post from 2012, and I found it probably in 2015, 2017. So I found it when it was already old. It interested me because I had not really considered guilt in the framework of emotions that I would be associating with my writing. Maybe for some of you, that's a little bit more obvious. I know that there are romance genre writers, for instance, who deal with a lot of guilt over writing, that they were perhaps raised to view as improper or indecent, especially with the erotica writers. Sometimes you get them, they love what they're doing, they don't feel shame about it, but there's still that residual guilt that they're writing something that their parents wouldn't approve of. It's out there, but it's not something I personally had had much experience with until I started hearing about other authors having that type of guilt in association with their writing. So then I started thinking a little bit, well, do I feel guilt about, what am I feeling guilty about? I I actually do. I, I think my guilt falls under the imposter syndrome umbrella where I feel like that I've tricked people into thinking that I'm better at what I do than I really am. Someday, wah the mask will come off and the truth will be revealed, even though I'm the one who's doing all my own writing. Not like I used ghostwriters or anything, but okay, all right, you know, I'm out there. Whew, imposter syndrome, it's... It's a thing, y'all. Researching that idea of writer's guilt, though, made me look more deeply into different types of guilt that people can experience. One form of guilt that may be very familiar to a lot of my listeners that I don't really relate to too much at the surface level is the guilt of the time we spend writing as taking away from other people in our lives or other relationships that we have. I know parents fight this particularly, but it's also something that comes up with people who fear that they're not giving enough attention to their spouse or partner or partners who feel like that they could be doing more with their family, however you want to define family, parents, cousins. It's like people have lots of different versions of families out there than I do. So that's a tough one. For a lot of people I know, they carve time out of their day, but they still feel guilty about doing it. And it's really interesting to me because when uh, you talk to some of the really successful authors or you listen to interviews about them, they are very clear about the time that they spend writing and the borders of that time and the boundaries of that time. Not too long ago, I did a podcast on my other podcast, did an episode about boundaries in the creative life and how useful and helpful they can be. That's the podcast Around the Writer's Table that I host with Gina Hogan's Edwards and Melody A. Scout. So we talk about creativity, craft, and conscious living over there. So when we talked about boundaries, we were really talking about ways to use boundaries Make your creative life richer and perhaps increase productivity, or on the flip side, find ways to kind of calm yourself down, become more secure in your writing and your creative adventures. So it was a very interesting exploration to talk to them about it. I'll have a link to that podcast in the show notes as well. But in this particular case, the fear of it is what I'm talking about, where the fear that even if you have carved out time, and you've been very good about protecting those boundaries. You know, like, you know, six to eight in the morning is my writing time or, you know, a part of a weekend or that you have. Or if you're a professional full-time writer, it may be a certain time every day from 10 to two, 10 in the morning to two o'clock in the afternoon, every day, all power to you. But it's the guilt that's associated with that, that that time could be used more And I quote, I use this (laughs) very sarcastically, quote unquote, productively by spending it with your family or your children or your pets or whoever you're feeling guilty about. So, that I think is a very common form of guilt that a lot of writers, especially women writers or when people identify as women, we get a lot of pressure from society in general not to take time for ourselves or to take time for our careers. Another layer of guilt right there. Another form of guilt that I think a good portion of writers that I know have is the guilt of asking for help. It's one thing if you hire an editor to edit your work because you're paying them. It's a business exchange. But it's a lot harder to reach out to other writers and to friends of yours who may be editors or in the writing community, even if they're not writers, and say, you know, I need help this story is told. Can we just talk it out for half an hour? Can I shoot you some ideas? What do you think? I'm just feeling overwhelmed or burdened by all the research I have to do. Can you help me get it organized? But we feel guilty about asking for help. And so we don't. I'm building up to a theme here. So just hold with me. There's the guilt that if you have carved out time, if you have asked for help, all of that that you're not still not a, legitimate enough to justify that kind of perspective or approach to your own career, that it's a hobby, that it's something you do on the side, it's a side gig. And so you feel guilty about spending time on it or putting energy and effort towards something that is meaningful and important to you, whether it's because you want to make money at it or whether you just wanted to share your stories with the world or even particularly for fan fiction writers uh, where you know illegitimacy is part and parcel of the whole experience where you feel like you're not a popular enough author you don't have anything new to say about these beloved characters blah 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 there's a lot of guilt there about not feeling legitimate not feeling like you have the right to write. Then the last one that was brought up is the one i talked about earlier, which is the one I suffer from the most, it's imposter syndrome. It's the fear that someday somebody's going to figure out that I'm really not, you know, the real deal, right? I'm not the big hot shot I think I am, ironically, because I don't think I'm a hot shot, not even a little bit. I'm writing these cute little books in these little niche corners of the world, and that's just who I am. And yet still, sometimes I have this fear that I'm going to be discovered as a fraud and that will keep me from writing in the first place. The point that I want to make here, oftentimes when we talk about writer's guilt, we're not talking about feeling guilty. We're talking about being afraid of feeling guilty later. Have you noticed that? You fear that you're going to regret not spending time with your family because you're so busy writing. You, You fear that you're going to feel regret and guilt about asking for help. You fear that if you write something, it's only going to make you feel bad because you're not a legitimate author. You're not a legitimate writer. And for me, of course, I fear the imposter syndrome itself. I fear... Feeling like my work is not valid. And so, of course, the easiest way to avoid all of that, to avoid the guilt of time, effort, and money, investment, uh, or emotional investment, is to just not do the thing. Don't do it. Stop. Put the pencil down on your desk. The test is over. Hand it in. (laughs) <laughs> flashbacks whoo that was scary but <laughs> you you kind of get my point there the idea that if you don't do the thing you will never have to feel guilty about doing it and so the fear of that the fear of feeling that guilt is what's actually stopping you not the guilt itself i think there are situations where guilt can come in later in the process and uh, be very inhibitive is that a word inhibitive it will inhibit your abilities to follow through on projects. Maybe you write the book, you get it edited, you never hit publish. Those types of things happen. But I think it's the fear. It's the fear of feeling those emotions. The fear of feeling that guilt that stops you from putting your butt in the chair and your hands on the keyboard or alternatively, you know, putting the microphone next to your face so you can dictate however you write. That's what's stopping you, is that fear of feeling those emotions. So what can you do? As I am always saying in these types of podcasts, the important thing is to acknowledge what's going on, to see it with clear eyes, and understand what the real problem is. I think that's 75 to 80% of the way to solving the problem because once you know what the problem is, once you see what you're really scared of and what's keeping you from sitting down and writing, then you can approach it and deal with it, think about it, pick at it and pull it apart. There are all the usual suggestions, I believe the blog post that I originally referenced has has the list of, you know, the usual suspects positive affirmations, visualizations, meditation, and of course, the old standby therapy. As regular listeners know, I am a big proponent of therapy, but it's not something you can jump into lightly. And sometimes finding the right therapist for you can be a challenge, especially here in America where you know, we don't have good health care to begin with. So it's, it's a challenge just to start and then you got to pay for it. Aye. So those are the things that always come up in these types of blog posts and podcasts and uh, vloggers writing vlogs. Visualization, positive affirmations, meditation, therapy. It's, you know, the four horsemen of recovery. <laughs> I'm Sorry, <laughs> it's terrible. Uh, they're very helpful, but they're only helpful if you actually know what you're coming up against. So that's why I invite you to sit down for a little bit. If you're not writing, if you're scared of writing, if you're feeling a fear to write, think about what it is you're actually afraid of, because you're not afraid of writing. Especially people who are listening to this podcast, many of whom are fan fiction writers or already published authors or both, uh, you have been writing a lot. You're not scared of writing. You're scared of the emotions that may come after it, that may come from the time that you've invested into it, or the people that you've asked to help you, or the feelings that you're not legitimate, or that you're an imposter, all of these things. These are very vulnerable, deep-seated emotions. Acknowledge them, understand them, journal about them. You're a writer. For heaven's sake, sit down and journal a little bit. Figure it out. Understand that this is an ongoing problem. I'm sorry, you're just going to have to accept it. Just what you're going to have to do. And then start picking it apart in a way that works for what your true fear is and what might work best for you. For instance, if your fear is feeling guilty about taking time away from your family to do your writing, you know, positive affirmations and visualization might help with that, you know, meditation, meditation. Might bring peace to your mind. But another thing to do is to actually talk to your family about it. You know, the good old standby communication. What a wild idea. Talk to them about your fear. See if that is something they're feeling. There may be a reason that you're feeling guilty after that, and the fear is there because maybe you're getting guilt trips from your family. It may be they're not supportive of your writing career and they want to make you feel guilty. Because they don't want to support you in that. That's a whole other kettle of fish. I do have a podcast from a while back. Again, I'll put that one in the show links. But I did talk about in that one what you can do and uh, how you can address the issue if friends and family are not supportive of your writing or your writing career. That's a hard one. But it could be what the situation is. Again, knowing what you're dealing with is incredibly important and is key to actually figure out a resolution that will allow you to get back to writing. And with that in mind, it is time for us to get to writing, including me, who has not written today. I'm recording this podcast late in the day, not in the morning like I usually do, and I still haven't written. So I need to go do that. You go get some writing done too, and thanks for joining me. On this trip through our deepest fears, I've got a couple more episodes in this series, and I hope that you find them helpful. If you have any comments or suggestions for future episodes, please leave a comment. Go to my website and just let me know. Don't forget that I have my free downloadable uh, email guide to writing to market or not, Uh, especially good for fan fiction writers who might be concerned that what they want to write might not be marketable so that's a freebie you get it just for giving me your email address and i don't send out very many emails so it's not like i'm even gonna spam you what a deal thank you for listening thank you for following along i look forward to hearing from you let's all of us now go get some writing done thanks for listening to me ramble on about writing here on the author alchemist podcast I'm Kimbu York, and I hope this episode has helped clear away the cobwebs from your inspiration. For more podcasts and other tools, including self-paced online courses, please visit my website at www.authoralchemist.com, no dashes, or email me at kimbu, K-I-M-B-O-O, at authoralchemist.com. I'd love to read your questions and feedback. Now, time to get some writing done.